0: I'm still afraid. Ellen and I started off our speech in Milwaukee to the students that I am afraid of what everyone thinks. Every one of you might be judging me right now, and that sucks and it hurts. And I'm afraid that that's happening, but I'm still here to do my thing, and I'm going to try my best.
1: They're they're saying like, "Oh, I'm not scared." Like I'm, you know, and it's just maybe you're not scared now, and and maybe you're less scared than you used to be. But uh, I think it's important to to realize that everyone's afraid at first, for the most part.
0: Next Level Nation, welcome back to another very special, as always, episode of Next Level University, where we teach you how to level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode, number 1186. We often fall back into what's familiar. Today, for episode number 1187, we're creeping up on 1200. The goal isn't to be fearless, it's to fear less, so that is actually the exact title I used in one of my Instagram posts recently, one of my little quote cards, and it got a lot of love and it got a lot of engagement. So I figured, well, that must be resonating with people depending on where they are in the journey. So let's just do a deeper dive into an episode and talk a little bit about it. And one of the motivations, Alan, for me to, I don't know, I didn't come up with this episode, but to do this episode was the fact that when I am on podcasts, I am always consciously trying to relay the idea that I probably seem like a very 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 confident human being but I'm just more confident than I've ever been and it might seem like this is super easy for me and I'm not afraid to do this but I'm just way less scared than I used to be and I think back to all of the times that you and I have had whether it was interviewing certain people early in the journey where I wanted to jump out the window first floor window Going to see people in person, when we went to see Lori Harder in person, when we went to see Eddie Panero in person, and thinking back to how afraid of that I was, and traveling, how overwhelming that was, and today, and we decided against this, but today I was looking at hotels and flights and rental cars and Airbnbs because I was thinking about going to Florida for a podcast event, I don't think we're going to do it because it just doesn't make sense, but I literally thought to myself, how awesome would that be? I don't, I've never traveled somewhere like that by myself. Like that would be really, really, really fun. It would be really, really, really cool. And it would be a really, really good fear chasing experience. Like being away for five days by myself, like flying out, going to get a rental car, going to this podcasting event, that would be awesome. But would I still be nervous? Sure. I would still have my fears. I would still have my doubts and my limiting beliefs, but way less than ever. So I think that we, At some point, I think people forget to tell the, I don't want to say tell the truth, but I think people forget that there should be some level of relatability. And when you're listening to certain people, they might say, well, you just, you can't be afraid of anything and you can't fear judgment. F what people think. Like, yes, I agree 100%, but it's not that easy, right? There's layers and layers and layers and layers that are under that. And honestly, is it true that these people don't have the same feelings that you do? Probably not to some degree, right? And but they're just telling you, "Oh, don't don't feel that, don't think that. It's not that simple. The goal is not to not have fear. It's to not let fear control your life. The goal is to not necessarily ever think about the fear of judgment. It's to make sure that you don't allow the fear of judgment to dictate every single way that you live your life. And that's really what this episode is about in a nutshell. I'm still afraid. Ellen and I started off our speech in Milwaukee to the students that I am afraid of what everyone thinks every one of you might be judging me right now and that sucks and it hurts and I'm afraid that that's happening but I'm still here to do my thing and I'm gonna try my best
1: and most importantly you're just afraid less than you used to be Mm
0: -hmm.
1: I think that's the that's the gauge is you know what we're doing on a day-to-day basis now remember that time when we had the team members do like a 10-minute keynote each Mm -hmm. on the podcast I do. That was really fun for me because it was good to see them do something that we do so often. And for me to get perspective of like, oh, they're like really scared. And we do this like every day. We do like one of these every day. And that's only a 10 minute, you know, thing. But I remember being really scared in the beginning. I don't know if I was on the higher, low end statistically of fear of this. But I do. I think that everyone out there watching or listening. Think about something they do now. All the time. That at one point they were really afraid to do. Here's a perfect relatable example. Emilia when I first met her. She sent me a, our very first date. She sent me a photo. She was in the back of this coffee house. By this fireplace. And she sent me a photo. text. Saying, come find me. Mm. Little did I know that's actually a game she plays with Tucker. Like, if you are in the dark and, like, hiding behind a door or something. And you, like, yell, come find me. He'll, like, he'll literally come and It's the best game ever. So much Mm. fun. But anyway, so she texted me, come find me. And she had her, like, feet up on the coffee table. And I remember when I first sat down. I was all red. I was really nervous. You know? And now I talk to her every day. I'm not nervous to talk to Emilia. You know? And so... Everyone think about their intimate partner. At one point, they were so scared to ask them out or to talk to them. Or on the first date, you had the butterflies, right? And now you like maybe wake up next to them every single day, or maybe you talked. You know, it's 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 fascinating to see that at one point what you were fearful of is now your everyday reality, whether it's podcasting or whatever. And so I think that that's kind of the frame that I want to take is being fearless is not only impossible, um, but improbable. I think that fearing less and less and less and less and less over time, assuming you stay consistent at something is is probable. Fearing, fearing, having no fear is not possible or probable. Fearing less and less and less over time is, is definitely going to happen if you familiarize yourself. You and I talked about this in Milwaukee. I'll go brief about it, but... You ever see those photos? In Milwaukee, it was like an old um, brewery building that we stayed in that was a bunch of Airbnbs that we ended up frequenting like several of them because we stayed later. There's a whole story behind that. But anyways, there was some industrial photos, like old industrial photos. And I remember talking to Kev about uh, my fear of heights. Mm. And we were going up to, I forget what floor, but the elevators there. Remember when we were going down the elevator and it like hammered right past the... Bottom floor, which was freaking us out And these are glass elevators So you can see everything And there's pictures on the walls In these buildings of like Industrial, old industrial stuff I remember talking to Kev and saying Have you ever seen those photos of people In the early like 1920s, 30s, 40s, 50s Where they are like The workers are like asleep On these Mm -hmm. beams Up like 50 to 100 stories up And how like wild that is and you can go on YouTube and you can see someone climbing the side of buildings, not afraid at all, but they didn't start there. You know what I mean? Like, it's, I'm, I'm, I bet you at one point they were afraid of heights too, just like we were afraid of podcasting at one point, and now we're not scared at all. Not not at all, but in comparison, it seems like not at all. Mm. And I think that that's just a good reminder. I, I think people forget that, they—they they, you know, because you do something so much. That you forget what it was like at the beginning. It's it's a natural thing, and then and then those are the very people that are teaching it. They're they're saying like, oh, I'm not scared. Like I'm you know, and it's just maybe you're not scared now, and and maybe you're less scared than you used to be. But uh, I think it's important to to realize that everyone's afraid at first for the most part.
0: I went on a I went on a podcast the other day, and this is actually I have something from the podcast for another episode this week, but the show I went on. The host of this show is a doctor, was a doctor for NASA, and like was training to be the doctor that goes to space. And I had a moment in the interview where we were talking, and we were talking about self-awareness, and I said, I think a good measure of hyper-consciousness is me understanding that I am intimidated by you, but not allowing myself to shell up during this interview. And she's like, why are you intimidated? I said, because you're just, you're different. Like what? What are we doing here? You're like a doctor. You're going to go to space? Like come on, what? Are, what are we doing here? But that was that was also part of the thought process of if I didn't say that, nobody would know, and everybody would just assume. Oh my Kev, you were on a you were on the you got interviewed by like somebody who's going to go to space to be a doctor. Like wow, you must be the best, or you must be super confident. No, I was I was pooping my pants a little bit. I was pooping my pants a little bit and i think that's important but i think a lot of people are afraid to share that like for me i i like sharing that cuz that's what i would like to hear i don't want to hear like i'm never scared of anything i don't get afraid of anything before fights i'm not afraid i don't get afraid i remember mike tyson said that he's like i i'm terrified before fights you know like m and m and 8 miles probably not up as much as his opponent <laughs> yeah no understandable understandable <laughs> but i i think that's a really important it's a really important just because somebody's not sharing it doesn't mean they're not feeling it. It doesn't mean they're not carrying it. I think back, Alan, I'm curious to your take on this. And for the NLU listeners, we're trying to shorten these episodes a little bit because I know we've been, we've been going long. I remember in the very beginning, so Next Level Podcast Solutions, I think is almost three years old, I think. I don't know. I'd, I'd have to look. But I remember in the very beginning, anytime I would do- two, two and Two and a half. Two I don't I think it started in December. So I think it's I think it's three, nice, which is wild. But I remember in the beginning, I would be having conversations with people, and they'd say, "How much does it cost?" And I used to get so scared. It's like, well, you know, uh, you know um, in terms of money, financially and monetarily, what it actually would, it, it was just like, oh, I can't do this. I can't do this. And now it's just, this is how much it 1795, costs. seventeen ninety five boss seventeen ninety five boss. This is this is it for what you're looking for, it would be blank per month. And then I just sit there. That's it. <laughs> but I'm still, it's still uncomfortable. Yeah. It's still not at, Right? It's weird. It's weird talking about this is how much money that what you're looking for costs. But it's way easier than it used to be. Yeah. But I'm still a little bit nervous. It's still a little bit uncomfortable. I'm just more comfortable than I used to be. And yep. this is the other thing. I'm more comfortable than the other person. Yeah. That's That's the thing. And so they would never know. They, they could never possibly know that I'm actually a little bit nervous because they're more nervous than I am. You know what was interesting? I remember seeing you
1: with the Evan Carmichael interview. We were on Evan's show and uh, I was surprised at how nervous you were. But then I had a moment where I'm like, I don't think anyone else would be able to tell.
0: I was way less than I've ever been. But more than you usually are. Well, when's the last time we did? I- no, no, no. You got to think of the context of that. Okay. Well,
1: I, what I mean is n- more nervous than you usually are on these interviews, which is what I'm used to. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. By a f- yeah. significant margin. Didn't yeah. prep. Kev's the never, the always prep kid. I didn't prep at all for that. <laughs> the always prep right? kid. <laughs> Alan, the day before, was like, hey, man, honestly, we need to stop being scared. And we just, no notes for this interview. No notes. Nothing. And I was like, what do you mean? He's like, just go in and do it. Like, No notes. And I was yeah. like, no, man, I'm not ready for that. No, but I did. I had my phone and I, I started with one question and then I didn't look again. I may Luckily, have you started. One time, I know, <laughs> I know. God. But so that was very much a test of I'm I'm going to be like way outside my comfort zone for that. That was a big test in a good
1: way. You killed it. In a good way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it was just interesting to see. I am not used to seeing you nervous. I don't hmm. see you nervous that often anymore. You know what I mean? Because we don't do interviews that often anymore. It was just yeah. weird for me. I have uh, one thing I want to share with everybody as well. I told Kevin this before this episode. I know we got to go soon. Actually, we have Dollar some time. Five, yeah, five we have some minutes. Time. We're, okay.
0: we're all right. I'm pacing.
1: Okay. So I told Kevin before this interview, before this interview, before this <laughs> before this episode, uh, I was want
0: Any questions you want to ask me, son?
1: Uh, yes. <laughs> um, what's the pricing of Next Level Podcast
0: Solutions? It all boss? depends on what you're looking for, boss. Okay, perfect. (laughs) Bonnie here. I just wanted to share my experience with group coaching and some of the things that I got out of it. So going into group coaching, I was not tracking any habits at all. And so now some of them have become habits. I'm happy to say I wake up, I have a glass of water without even thinking about it anymore. So now I think it's probably time to gear up. I highly encourage people to jump into group coaching there's so much information and so stick with it and um carry on and your life will be better for it
1: so i told him that i had a really tough call um i was actually late to this recording because i was on a difficult call and what what was difficult about it for me was giving this person really difficult truth and i'll keep it completely anonymous but essentially what i said was in my honest professional opinion, like I ended up eventually just saying, honestly, F them. She has a really, a lot of people in her life that are very much judgmental of self-improvement. They're, they're not open-minded and they're going to talk behind her back. And they're, you know, she wants to do all these things. And she got some lash out recently at a friend's given friend's giving. And it wasn't them trying to be malicious. It's just they're a little bit like, what? Like, why would you do that? You know, that kind of crap of like, why would you ever get another home? Don't you already have two homes? Blah, blah, blah. Like, I just, they don't have any context or any clue what they're talking about, but yet they have very strong opinions. I, and ignorance has always bothered me. It always will. And so I said, F them, you know? And, and I'm talking about people that she cares about. But I said, I said, in this coaching, you come to me. You tell me these dreams you have, these things you're doing. And I'm immediately supporting you We're crunching numbers Like imagine if your friend group was like that Like think about how successful you'd be But anyways the point of this episode The fearlessness I'm not fearless in my coaching I've gotten thousands of calls at this stage And I'm still afraid to say that Because I know that this group of friends And her family You know I know she cares deeply about them And I'm like F what they think you know, and it's like, who's this guy, Alan, telling telling her that, right? But at the end of the day, I also kind of know that that's what she needs to hear if she's gonna get out of this this trap that she's in of of these people boxing her into what they want her to be versus what she really can be and honestly wants to be. She's got to break through this glass ceiling, and I want to help her do that. And yeah, there's a possibility that she's like, wow, that was uncalled for, Alan, and your coaching sucks, but. I would rather try that and say it and see her succeed than shell up for the rest of my life and be too scared to tell her the hard truth that you're not going to win if you stay in that group and you're not going to win if you listen to their advice. And I know you're not. Trust me, I've done what you're talking about and I'm winning at it even though it's been brutal in terms of judgment and stuff like that. You got to do this and it's up to you, you know, so... The point is, is that I'm still fearful regularly. As a matter of fact, on Monday we didn't do the live podcast. I noticed I'm a little less afraid. I was a little more at ease. And I think as someone who doesn't really struggle with anxiety, I think it's probably ignorant of me to talk about something that I don't think I struggle with. So I'll, I'll say that. I'll preface this with that. But I do think that some anxiety is just fearful. Fear being felt in advance of potential negative outcomes. And I think that I still have anxiety pretty much every day. It's just much less than it used to be. And I think it's important for everyone to know that I don't think there's many people who don't feel anxiety before a big day or before a big call or before a... I mean, we had a meeting earlier with a photographer And it's like, I had a little anxiety, a little bit social anxiety before meeting her, you know, and what's she going to think of me and blah, blah, blah. I don't know. I think, is it going to stop me from doing it? Is it crippling? Am I constantly afraid all the time? No, but, but I'm definitely, I think anyone who thinks that fearlessness is like a trait to be valued or, or even a thing, I think most of the people who claim to be fearless, I think most of them are masking fear with ego. And I've noticed myself doing that in the past and I've tried to stop doing that. I've tried to sit in the discomfort of my own fears more. And I think that it's definitely helping me grow more. So I suggest that for everybody.
0: You and I are in a very interesting thing. I won't say industry, but we have very unique measurements where it's like, okay, compared to episode one, I feel way better. So 1,180, whatever, uh, six episodes later, I feel way better. Speeches, I don't know how many we've given, but compared to number one, I feel way better. Compared to the first one on stage, I feel way better. Compared to the first time it was in front of that many people, I feel way better. And I think that's an important thing is where are you level setting and where are you baselining? So this Sunday, we have Next Level Hope Foundation, our holiday event, which Mm -hmm. is the second event we've done. The first holiday one. The other one is around Father's Day. This is around just a holiday season. And there's going to be, what, potentially 20, up to like Six. 20 children and 10, 10 parents possibly. Right? So we might have 30, 35 people there. I'm scared. Not including sure. volunteers. Yeah. 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 I'm scared. I'm, I am don't know what's going to happen. I'm scared. But I'm not as scared as I was not before the first one. Oh, Even yeah. though there's more people and the stakes are higher and the, the quote unquote potential for failure is a lot higher. That's really what I do not want you to live a life that doesn't have fear in it because I think a life without fear is a life without excitement. And I did a post today on this. It was a picture of me on stage from from Milwaukee. And I think sometimes when you're afraid, you feel really alive I'll never forget when when we, when I walked on stage at Next Level Live, I literally was like, I am scared shitless. Pardon my French. But I also said, wow, I feel really alive. I feel really alive right now. Like, yeah, a lot of things can go bad, but a lot of things can go really well too. And I don't, I don't know. I think you lose a level of excitement when you lose fear. That's what I would say. It's not, it's not, it doesn't make you strong to not fear anything. It doesn't because there's no conflict. There's no resistance. What makes you really strong is to be afraid of stuff and do it anyway. And that's something to be admired. Definitely. That's what courage is. That's what courage is.
1: Uh I know the timer went off, so we gotta we gotta go here. We got a boogie. We got a boogie. I I think a lot of people want success without any anxiety. I was on the phone earlier with a client who is doing her master's thesis. She's brilliant. She's one of the hardest working people I've ever met. Unbelievable human being. And she's really struggling to keep it all afloat. She has a business. She has a relationship. She's very into fitness. She's doing her master's thesis. She's got a full-time job too, and she's doing it all. And she's doing it all really well in comparison to most. She's stressed as hell, but she's also growing exponentially. And I I think that, and there's people in her life that are like, oh, well, you know, just take a break, take it easy, it's all good. And it's like, well, the resistance of that stress, the resistance of the fear of failure, the resistance of not being able to amount, be good enough to handle it all, that's living. And, and, And don't get me wrong, if there's no pressure, you're just probably bored. If there's too much pressure, you're probably going to get injured. Mm-hmm. So it's find the sweet spot for you. And yeah, a fearless life doesn't exist and is probably boring and there's not any growth. Um a life of all fear and scarcity is also very detrimental to your mental and emotional health and probably physical as well. So yeah, find your own sweet spot is kind of what Kevin and I always try to try to help people stay in. If you can live in your sweet spot, you're going to end up growing but also having high self-esteem, you're going to be confident, but also not not arrogant. Like, Find your own sweet spot in all of these episodes we do.
0: We found our sweet spot and we made a lot of changes to our next live event or our next, I guess, live event for the community because we have the Next Level Hope Foundation. But our second... Next level live is happening on April 1st, 2023. And we have made a lot of changes where it's literally going to be this is our view and this is our idea and our goal with this event. It's going to be like a giant group coaching session where it's not just going to be two speeches or three speeches or four speeches. It's literally going to be a presentation and then a deeper dive. And you will make friends at this event because you're going to have people around you that you're going to get to know. It's going to be more of an experience than. A presentation. That's what I'll say. And that's really what we're trying to lean into is how do we make everything that we do more transformational and more valuable at the end of the day? So everything you need to know will be in the show notes. It'll be in Worcester, Massachusetts, April 1st, 2023. It'll be a half day. Please, please, please join us if you are local. And if not, if you can make the travel.
1: Also, group eight, the last session, session six is actually tonight. It's in 51 minutes from the moment we're recording this episode. That means that Group 9 is open for enrollment and ready to rock. We are starting on January 3rd. We already had one person sign up yesterday. Uh, Join as soon as humanly possible. Essentially what this is, is if you want 2023 to be different than 2022, bigger, brighter, more effective, more focused on the essentials. Kevin and I, at this stage, every single time we've ever done a session of group coaching, we've gone back to the drawing board. We've figured out what landed, what didn't. We've really honed the curriculum a lot. This is a very well-polished product at this point. This is nine iterations. Think of the first iPhone versus the iPhone 9. That's really what we've got going on here. So it's very, very affordable, very, very cheap. Reach out to Kevin or myself immediately if you want in. We have a promo code for listeners of this show. So reach out. We'll give you the promo code. Keep it private. And we're only taking 10 people. So make sure you reach out genuinely as soon as humanly possible. Start 2023 off right. January 3rd will be the very first session.
0: Next Level Nation tomorrow for episode number 1188. What's the one hard thing that makes everything else easier? Somebody asked me that the other day. I thought it was a very powerful question, and I thought it would make a very powerful episode. As always, we love you. We appreciate you. Grateful for each and every one of you. And at NLU, we do not have fans. We have family. We will talk to you all tomorrow. See you at the next level.